Hello and welcome into PitchCast. I'm Justin Thomas. We're taking a look at Ohio's two professional soccer clubs. That would be the Columbus Crew SC and FC Cincinnati. Both teams are in action at home this weekend. You can check out the Columbus Crew tomorrow, Saturday, taking on the New England Revolution. Once again, I know the uh, MLS schedule is kind of weird. They did just play each other, but they are playing in Columbus at Maffrey Stadium tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, I should say. And then SC Cincinnati at home as well at Nippert Stadium, taking on Sporting Kansas City at 3 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, that game, by the way, is on ESPN. So here's the deal. This is going to be a very full slate action of soccer Currently, you have at the half Vancouver over uh, taking on Los Angeles Galaxy. They're at nil-nil, by the way. But overall, let's talk about your Ohio professional clubs first. Last week, in the pouring down rains, it was a wild match for both of them. FC Cincinnati fell at home to the Philadelphia Union 2-0. And the Columbus Crew got the home win 2-0 over the Atlanta United Five stripes. So the fact of the matter is a very pouring down monsoon, ridiculous kind of weather type of games. Um, I think it really hindered FC Cincinnati. It sort of helped Columbus crew. Uh, Columbus did score an early goal, second minute goal there from Pedro Santos and the Jossies artists added another one about the 38th, 39th minute. And that meant that Columbus crew then, despite the pouring rains and the swamp field and everything, uh, polish off the win. Some big saves from Zach Steffen down the stretch as well. As for FC Cincinnati, as the game wore on, Philadelphia started to take more and more control, and then FC Cincinnati just could not get the link-up passes, could not get anything figured out. FC Cincinnati seemed a little bit discombobulated, a little bit disconnected from each other. Uh, this is a squad that's continuously played multiple lineups throughout uh, the early goings of the season, dealing with some injuries, dealing with some folks going on international deal duty, and then also just trying to figure out how exactly you're, you know, it's a new club, a new team, trying to figure out how all these players are going to mesh together. So let's start with FC Cincinnati. Uh, big one here against Sporting Kansas City. This is a team that can score goals. I mean, they got talent up front with Christian Namath, uh, Johnny Russell. Those guys have just been unbelievable all season long so far. They just put in seven, not one, not two, not three. Not four, not five, not six, but seven goals against Montreal impacting the 7-1 victory over there at Children's Mercy Park in Kansas last week. So that was a big win for Sporting Kansas City. So FC Cincinnati is going to have to defend if they are going to want to have a shot at this one. Now, with that said, I do believe that uh, Kendall Waston, who was Injured last week, I think he should be good to go this week. So that would be an added boost to have the captain back. Uh, I don't really think I see too many changes in the back line. I'm assuming that Garza is going to get the start over uh, Powell in this one. So I'm thinking that for FC Cincinnati, they're going to have uh, Waston and Haglin be anchoring the middle, and then Deplagne and Garza on the outside. So... That's just how I'm thinking it's probably going to go. I'm assuming that Alan Koch is going to play the 4-4-2 formation, more of the kind of the 4-2-2-2 type of kind of minor set in the formation with that. Uh, so I'm assuming Richie's going to be gold. I'm assuming Hagelin wants on anchoring the back line with the Plogna and Garza. As for your midfielders, I think that the best lineup going forward uh, is going to have still Uloa and Bertoni being the two in the center uh, kind of attacking 
or excuse me, the center midfielder roles. And then on the wings, um, I think you got to have Cruz. And despite kind of a lackluster game, Lamar, um, I think it's still probably the best option at the moment for the outside. So I'm thinking we're probably going to have that four being Cruz, Eula, Bertoni, and Lamar. And then up top, um, I believe it's going to have to be Maddox and uh, Kakuda Mene. That's going to be my starting lineup, I think, is probably what FC Cincinnati is going to do. Um, obviously, there's some guys that uh, could come off the bench. Obviously, there's some guys that uh, might even start in these situations over other guys. Uh, obviously, that Coach Allen Koch still kind of tinkering with things, seeing how things are going to kind of uh, be figured out uh, for this match. And really, you got to come in with a solid plan against Sporting Kansas City because this is a team that has a lot of talent, but they're also very sound defensively. Now, I know that wasn't quite the case uh, earlier this week when they lost to Monterey 5-0 in Mexico in the uh, CONCACAF Champions League. But this is a Sporting Kansas City prob- team that's going to probably be pretty hungry uh, to get back on the right foot. So uh, they're going to come in the Nippers Stadium probably with a purpose, looking to keep going on with their MLS campaign. So this is going to be an interesting one for the orange and blue. It's an orange out. Like I said, 3 p.m. on Sunday. It will be on ESPN, so nationally broadcast uh, if you are in uh, not able to attend the game. Uh, word on the street is that the, the temperatures will be better than it was last week, but it looks like it might be more rain. Thunderstorms this time, so you know what that means. Possibility for delays. At least the FC Cincinnati game this past weekend, despite the pouring rains, was not delayed as it was in Columbus. Uh, but obviously there's going to be the threat of that dealing with it because of this thunderstorm activity that's coming in on Sunday. But nonetheless, for FC Cincinnati, um, this is this is a true test to see kind of where they are going to be uh, among kind of the rest of the league. Because as the early goings have been shaking out, it looks like that draw at Atlanta and that home win against Portland, not to say that those weren't great results, but it's starting to look like Atlanta and Portland might not be as upper echelon as we thought. Um, Atlanta seemed to have a little bit of a struggles early on, and Portland has been kind of in disarray. Uh, just to give you a little bit more of a look at this, uh, Atlanta United right now is at the bottom of the Eastern Conference with two points. Obviously, one of those points came against FC Cincinnati. And as for the Portland Timbers, uh, they are currently 11th, almost last in the uh, Western Conference with just one point. So both of those teams have not done so well after the matches against FC Cincinnati. So the fact of the matter is this, Sporting Kansas City right now, uh, seven points. So they're tied on points with FC Cincinnati. That's going to be a uh, a big game to kind of figure out how this is going to shake out. FC Cincinnati currently in fifth in the Eastern Conference. They are just three points behind the leaders of the Eastern Conference, which is DC United and in-state rival Columbus Crew. So there is the possibility that they can jump up there depending on some other results throughout the league. But you got to take care of your home business first, and that's getting the home result against a very good Sporting Kansas City team. So if FC Cincinnati goes out and plays right up there with Sporting Kansas City, um, this is going to be a good sign of things to come. If FC Cincinnati, uh, you know, hopefully does not let this happen, but if FC Cincinnati starts to look kind of like what Montreal did last week, uh, then that's going to prove that there's still some work to do. Um, But for the matter, 
right now. FC Cincinnati defensively has not been too bad um, as of late. I think that uh, having Waston back in the center line is really going to help things um, with this matchup. Because really, first up for FC Cincinnati, and this one I think is going to have to be able to absorb that pressure that Sporting KC is going to put on them. So they need to make sure everything's going on the defense. Uh, Bertoni and Iola have to be controlling that midfield against the folks such as uh, Espinoza that's been in the league forever. Um, but these guys are really good in the midfield position. So for FC Cincinnati to get a result, they have to be able to kind of control the midfield. They have to be on the same page uh, working with their linking up passes. And they have to be on the same page with you know, dribbling and attacking that Sporting KC back line and having guys moving off the ball to try and get an open position. So that's going to be an interesting matchup, I think. Uh, should be a really good, fun one for this orange out. Uh, let's move up Interstate 71 to Columbus. Like I said, Saturday night, 7.30, taking on the New England Revolution. This is interesting because Columbus did just play the New England Revolution and got a 2-0 victory. Now, Zach Steffen also saved the penalty in that one, uh, and Jossie Zardes. Scored the two goals. It was a late goal for the second one. Kind of, a, kind of a dagger there at the end. So this one being at home, though, really good weather. Sounds like weather's going to be awesome. Sounds like there's not going to be rain in the forecast for Saturday. So this one should be uh, all good to go for Columbus crew. Uh, I think that the crew uh, are going to probably play a very similar lineup to what they have played. Obviously, Harrison Awful is out for several weeks because of that broken jaw, and that's going to be a major hindrance. But uh, the right and left back position is where a spot where they do have a utility player, such as Hector Jimenez, who can come in and fill in that role. So I'm assuming that uh, Zach Steffen's going to be the goalkeeper. Um, and then you're going to, my guess would be, have Jonathan Minsa and probably Gaston Shoro, though Josh Williams did play in that position uh, last week, I do believe. Either of those, either two of those three would be really good look. Um, and then obviously you're going to have uh, Waylon Francis, who came in for the injured Milton Valenzuela this um, in the offseason. Uh, Columbus Crew is down to their kind of backups in the right and left back position. But I think Waylon Francis takes one side and then Hector Jimenez takes the other. Um, I'm assuming 4 2 3 1. You're going to have Trap. That's captain back there with Artur. And then Higuain playing that cam in the center, attacking midfielder position with uh, Pedro Santos on one side and Robinho, who's kind of made his way into the starting lineup, being on the other side, and then Jossi Zardes up top. So that seems to be the winning formation so far for uh, Caleb Porter. So I'm assuming that's what the crew are going to do. All right. Let's get down to your scarf selections for this week in the MLS. Uh, it is match week six for both Ohio clubs. So we'll go with it on that. Uh, right now, currently, you have Vancouver and the Galaxy playing about the 52nd minute. Uh, this one is in Vancouver. I took the Galaxy for the win. Uh, over Vancouver. So we'll see if the Galaxy gets a goal. Obviously, Zlatan can score it about any time. So we'll see how this plays out. But uh, I'm taking Galaxy for a win over Vancouver. Uh, then tomorrow at 1 p.m., you have New York City FC taking on the Montreal Impact. I'm taking Montreal for the win over the New York uh, City Club because I think Montreal wants to get back on that winning track after getting absolutely embarrassed by Sporting Kansas City last week. So I'm taking Montreal for the win. Uh, DC United hosting LAFC. 
3 p.m. on Saturday. This is going to be on Fox. This is going to be a good one to watch uh, for all you soccer fans out there. You have the uh, Eastern Conference leading DC United hosting that e- that Western Conference leader, uh, Los Angeles FC. I'm taking DC United win draw option for LAFC. We'll see how uh, this goes for that club moving from LA all the way to the East Coast to take on DC. I'm going to take DC United. Uh, Rain Rooney folks, I think, are going to get the result. So we'll go with that. 3 p.m. Toronto SC hosting Chicago Fire, who's getting rebranded, by the way. Uh, Chicago Fire is going to get rebranded, move out of Bridgeview, which is suburb of Chicago, and into Soldier Field, which is downtown Chicago. It's going to be like Chicago City FC or something. Um, the leaked information, the logo, Looks like they pretty much took the the Chicago Cubs logo and just kind of wrote Chicago City on it. So we'll see what, how that all plays out. But that's just the word on the street at the moment. Um, but anyways, back up to this matchup in Canada. I'm taking Toronto with the win option. Uh, also, then you move into your late night games, 7 p.m. New York Red Bulls hosting Minnesota United. I'm going to go a little crazy with this. I'm, I'm taking the road team. I'm taking the loons to get the win result over Red Bull, New York, they've been kind of struggling. So it'll be interesting to see how Minnesota can do in this one. Uh, 7.30 p.m., as I mentioned before, Columbus Crew hosting the New England Revolution. I'm going to take the Columbus win option over the Revolution. Also at 7.30, Orlando City hosting the Colorado Rapids. I'm taking the Orlando win option over Colorado. Philadelphia Union seems to be getting real hot. They beat Columbus two weekends ago, 3-0. They beat FC Cincinnati, 2-0. Now they're hosting FC Dallas, who's another pretty hot team. I'm going to take the Union. I'm going to take that Philadelphia Union win draw option at home over FC Dallas. That one's 7.30 p.m. on Saturday. 8 p.m. on Saturday, San Jose looking for their first points on the season, uh, they have an opportunity here as they take on the Portland Timbers at home. I'm going to see if San Jose can get get a point here. I'm taking San Jose Earthquakes in the win draw option over the Portland Timbers. And then the late night cap for Saturday, 10 p.m., you have Seattle Sounders and Real Salt Lake taking the Seattle Sounders win over RSL. And that brings us to our Sunday matchup and the final matchup of the MLS week and our feature matchup, Sporting Kansas City traveling over here to FC Cincinnati. This is a 3 p.m. kickoff at ESPN Television Rights. And then uh, at Nipper Stadium, Orange out for FC Cincinnati. Should be a great time. I'll be there. Uh, This is a match I want to see last year. um, when No, sorry, two years ago. Wow. Time flies. Uh, two years ago, when Cincinnati FC Cincinnati made it all the way to that MLS Cup run, it was the U.S. Open Cup run, I should say, um, and they had the lead over the MLS side, Red Bulls uh, 2-0, and then New York Red Bulls came back and won an extra time, 3-2, and that meant that New York Red Bulls went out to Sporting Kansas City uh, to take on Sporting KC for the U.S. Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup Sporting Kansas City ultimately won, but I was really hoping FC Cincinnati would get out there. Um, I had aspirations to maybe try to check out if I can get to Kansas City, a place I haven't been to forever. For those of you who don't know, I am a Kansas City Chiefs and Royals fan. Uh, Dad was born in Kansas City. Grandpa was born in Kansas City. Great Grandpa, Kansas City. All oh, I got Kansas Kansas City roots here. And the fact of the matter is, I want to go out there. But anyways, we got to get to this Sunday's matchup. 
FC Cincinnati hosting Sporting Kansas City. Uh, this one's kind of a toss-up situation because they both have seven points. Um, so I could see this one being a draw, but if they have to pick a winner, I would probably have to lean towards Sporting Kansas City just because they've been proving that they are finding goals um, as of late. Obviously, seven goals. Now they were blanked uh, in Mexico, but I think that's going to add more fuel to the fire that they're going to come back and want to show that they still are a dominant club in the MLS. Um, FC Cincinnati is still trying to get things kind of figured out. Obviously, a lot of off-field curricular activities, uh, not in a good way, as uh, their big spender, uh, Fernando Adi, had that OVI um, earlier this week. So MLS is looking into that. So he's out for all um, activities concerning the club. So that's kind of a, a disappointment for the club. Um, but I've seen they're moving forward. And that's what you got to do. And obviously he was out anyways with injury. And this is a player that came in to score goals and just has not scored goals. Um, not yet. Like, so he only scored a couple in USL um, and has yet to score here in the MLS campaign. So um, I think FC Cincinnati using those two up front with those speedsters, Maddox and Manning, I think they're going to be better this week because it's, well, depending on how the rain goes. But it was a wet, soppy, nasty Saturday pouring down rain and that kind of hindered the speed so we'll see how things kind of shake out this Sunday as they will take on Sporting Kansas City. All right that's going to wrap everything up here for us on this episode of PitchCast getting you set up for everything happening with the MLS season and the MLS match days and your two Ohio professional clubs Columbus Crew SC and FC Cincinnati and as always this is a production of the Ohio Sports Gazette you can check out the OhioSportsGazette.com for more information on all of these clubs. Thank you and enjoy your weekend full of soccer.